On the eve of the home opener, the Stanley Cup banner unveiling all of that, we find a couple of EGK players on injured reserve, plus team members receive their championship rings. It's a big couple of days ahead for the Vegas Golden Knights. We'll discuss next right here on Locked On Golden Knights. Your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi again, everyone. Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick from Las Vegas. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. Make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Locked On Golden Knights, and find us wherever you get your podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app. Use the promo code LOCKDOWNNHL to get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Let's start off with these championship decoder rings, if we will. I'm calling them decoder rings. I know, it's pretty harsh. Uh, The rings have approximately 12 carats. Street value for each carat starts at about a thousand bucks and goes up. So street value. Least... Listen to you, street value. <laughs> wow. They're worth at least twelve, twelve thousand. Uh, so team members, in all honesty and seriousness, uh, received the rings at a ceremony at the Wynn Hotel Casino Pool last night. Uh, these rings have this detachable top that can be worn, that the wags can wear as a pendant as well. Um, when removed, you see the T-Mobile Arena and those steep steps coming down and the Stanley Cup logo on the ice and all of that. And it was a collaborative effort between Jason of Beverly Hills and Chris of Henderson. Sorry, man. No, what, what are your thoughts on the rings? I came out firing. It's Monday. Come on. Man. Yeah, no, Tony, someone uh, someone started going back on caffeine again. Um, no, it was, it was, it was pretty cool. I mean, I was driving home yeah, last night, uh, phone kind of started blowing up a little bit, got home and took a look and you kind of take it all in and go through all the details and stuff. And it's fun seeing all the different things, the starting from where, what the score was in each of the playoff rounds, um, the, the, the ice, Yes, the, the series. Yeah, like what yeah. the like four one, four two, et cetera, right. et cetera. What the series uh, finals were. Yeah. Exactly. Um what I thought was kind of cool was when you do open up the top and it becomes that pendant, below it shows the location of all nine goals that were scored in game five. So that's kind of a cool little touch. Um, you look at all the different symbolism from the numbers and such. I mean it's listen, it's exactly what you expected it to be. It's gaudy, it's fun, it's expensive, but it's also creative and really just um just kind of all about what VGK does as far as the entertainment and creativity. They certainly, I think, hit it right with the rings. And Jack Eichel couldn't get this said ring to stop spinning last night. Did you see that? That was no, pretty I didn't funny. See a that. funny clip. How, how you, was he like like, no, they, really they have it in the box, and it was spinning. Yeah, oh. but they are very big. They are very gaudy. They are very tacky. 
Uh, and then there's the inscription in a good way. Let's be clear. This is Vegas. Tacky is a good thing when it comes to championship rings. Okay. No, it's pretty cool actually. And the fact that it detaches into the pendant is really neat. And then it says uh, on there, the inscription on the side, there's a lot going on in this ring, by the way, it says Vegas born. And it says always advance. And there is the cutout of the Vegas skyline. And always advance. So did did Foley get the Army, U.S. Army, to maybe chip in? For, for I this, mean, that's this what it's always been. They're always advanced. I know, never give I in. Know. You know, that's that's always been the thing, Tony. No, so uh, a lot of distractions, right, C- coming up, uh, starting with the ring ceremony last night. And then today we have a lot of activity going on. There's practice. And then later on tonight, uh, they will light, the VGK players will light the torch at the Raiders game, which is such a cool thing. And the cup will be up there on that platform. And it's a really big night and big couple of days for VGK. And I'm just, I'm really concerned about all of these distractions and how they'll play into having to play a game tomorrow night after everything. So last night was a big shindig. Looked like a pretty big swanky affair. And they had all of that swing music and all that going on. And the cup was there. And Eichel can't get his ring to stop spinning. So it's it's in the box and it, the top was spinning. I don't know. That's what it appeared to look like. This is how you know me until you don't plan shows. Because I, I wrote an article that came out on Saturday or Sunday. I forgot which day it came out. But basically, um, when I was at practice this past Friday, uh, the theme of every player I interviewed as well as Cassidy was, how are you balancing enjoying all these moments but not letting them distract you as you are getting prepared for the season so recapping like tony said sunday night was the ring ceremony monday the team is going to be at the raiders game tuesday basically the the festivities start like at 3 30 in the afternoon local time with the gold carpet arrivals players are going to be there super early signing a million autographs and just doing what they do every season, but it's going to be on a new level, being that the team are now Stanley Cup champions. Then they got to get through warm-ups. Then they got to get through what's going to be a longer period of time, probably, from the moment they finish warm-ups to the moment the actual game starts, because that's when the banner's going to get raised. So there are all these things taking attention away from the game, which is okay. Like, this is part of the process process there you go tony process part of the process of being a stanley cup champion and the fact that it's in vegas it goes up to a brand new level so cassidy basically mentioned it's all about staying in the moment enjoy all the thing you know basically don't think ahead at the ring ceremony stay in that moment when you're at the raiders game have fun enjoy that enjoy watching the banner go up but once the puck drops all that's over with um jack eichel basically made the comment once the puck drops it's over with. It's done. Time to focus on something new. Um, Aiden Hill kind of he basically started off by saying uh, it's not that it's not that difficult. It's not that it's not that hard to separate the two. So the team seems to be in the right place. They know when it's time to celebrate to enjoy that moment. But everyone is really on the straight and narrow with all this. I, I did get a funny answer from Alex Petrangelo. When I asked him, uh, this didn't make the article, but he said, I got four kids. I can't, I don't got time for any of that other stuff. So, you know, he's basically uh, hockey and family and any of the extras, uh, if he can make four it, fine, kids. whatever. So, 
could you imagine juggling four kids and hockey and everything? Oh my goodness. I can't imagine juggling two kids and not being a hockey player. So yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Pretty interesting. And uh, for the VGK, I remember last year, Chris, when VGK did the red, the gold carpet, the gold carpet entrance last year. I know exactly what you're going to say. And they're gassed. Remember they were like exhausted when they got, did they lose that game? On opening night, or they came out sluggish. No, it was I like it was like two to one. It was like it was against the Hawks. It was like two to one or something. It was like just that. yeah. It was really a tough grind them out sort of game. And maybe uh, are you telling us to take the under in the game? Maybe tomorrow. Se- maybe. Seattle, maybe. Se- Seattle plus a goal and a half in the under. If you can parlay, <laughs> some of the local books are a little. Uh, they get a little uh, cheap when it comes to parlaying puck lines. But you know, if you can find that action, go ahead and take it. Now, about those rings, so the public can purchase those rings. <laughs> you can get a replica for $1,000, which if you like blowing it, it goes, it makes a noise. The Dakota rings, no, is that it? No, no. okay. But, and then there's also the $75,000 variety that you could purchase. Uh, yeah, I mean, if I'm spending. You don't like the Dakota if ring. I, if I'm putting it, it's, it's, it's kind of funny. If I'm um I'm thinking about um the Chris a Christmas story right the Dakota ring they gotta listen to the radio show and but uh, you know hey you like that um, I do <laughs> thinking about I mean listen if if I'm spending if I'm putting down seventy five k on a ring Mark Stone or Bill Foley or someone better be putting it on my finger and giving me a few minutes to talk to him about it um I mean, there's other ones you can look at I posted on my Twitter um the link for Jason of Beverly Hills all the different options and stuff there's. One for ten grand. There's one for eight grand. There's one for one grand. There's a bracelet. There's a pendant. All these wonderful different options. I'd say that fit every budget, but it doesn't fit every budget. It fits those who are uh, looking to put out a pretty penny or two. One thing the the Chicago Blackhawks have done in the past, they've offered a raffle. I don't think it's like the Illinois State Lottery or how they did it, but they offered a raffle where they actually raffled off three exact like not replicas but three exact rings that the players get and stuff Love like it. that and oh they raise a lot of money i don't know if they capped it like a million dollars or how they did it but they raise a lot of money and obviously uh, the golden knights you know through their 50 fit well 51 49 initiative and things like that they do find really good creative ways to raise a lot of money uh for local charities to the foundation and such so that would be kind of cool if uh the team explored an option like that. They could that that'd be an easy seven figure. Although I don't know if seven figures will cover the cost of the rings, but uh, it would be in a big, a big amount of money. Right, whatever the amount they needed to raise was, they would get it. They would definitely get it if they auctioned so off or raffled off two or three rings. Are you telling us the five hundred thousand dollar budget went up? <laughs> oh my god, it went way up. It, it, that that budget, yeah, no, that was gone in a matter of seconds. That was gone. I heard something about it last night where yeah, that number got shattered. It got shattered, which is okay. It's okay. Coming up next, we talk about a couple of players landing on IR. We'll get to that when we return right here on Locked On Golden Knights. The NHL season is finally here. Will the Vegas Golden Knights reign supreme again? We love the NHL, and we know that you do also. That's why we want to tell you about Sleeper. Sleeper is our go-to platform for uh, daily fantasy sports, especially daily fantasy hockey. That's right. With Sleeper, our new uh, sponsor here on the show, you have the chance to win 100 times your cash on daily fantasy. The NHL has never been more exciting than it is right now. 
but the star players like Eichel, like McDavid, Ovechkin, Crosby, McCarr, so, so many. Simply select uh, more or less based on their stats, such as goals, assist points, saves, and more. Yes, you heard us right there, VGK fans. Sleeper offers 100 times payouts, so start paying attention. Make the right picks, and you could win big. And entries can be in less than 30 seconds, and you must live in 28-plus states to apply for Sleeper. Use the promo code LOCKDOWNNHL. You'll get up to $100 match on your very first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's LOCKDOWNNHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Welcome back. Lockdown Golden Knights this Monday morning edition, a really big week. And it's going to be a lot of fun here in Las Vegas. Make sure that you subscribe to the YouTube channel. We do have a lot of fun and shenanigans there. And, of course, uh, make sure that you tune into our podcast each and every day and find us wherever you get your podcast. So, Chris, that was very long, of course. Um, So we know that Zach Whitecloud had the surgery last week, um, but we did not. Most of us didn't expect to see the name of Alec Martinez. Is it that big of a surprise, really, though, Tony, with this team? Honest honest question. Back after being shut down for the final few uh, days and games there of the preseason, are they cooking the books with Martinez? Honest question. Uh, being placed on IR? Or what's happening there? Are they up against the cap? That, that's the first question that the fans are asking. I tweeted this out the wrong way. Absolutely. I put LTIR. I called VGK BGK. But then, like, it's of great interest, not only to VGK fans, obviously, but there was, like, 40,000, you know, people that viewed that that tweet. So it's a pretty interesting uh, deal. But, of course, fans around the league, that's the first question that they are asking. They're always a, a suspect of BGK. All right. So we got a lot of things not, happening. Not, B, not BGK, by the way. We got a lot of things happening right now. First of all, the not so surprised Zach White Cloud to IR. Um, Really fast, difference between IR and LTIR, first of all. Someone goes to IR, it simply frees up a roster spot, but the player's salary cap still counts against the overall total. When someone goes to LTIR, it fills up the roster spot and clears that player's salary cap space until they come back. Someone goes on LTIR, they have to be gone for one calendar week. I'm assuming that starts when the season starts, but maybe it does start the moment they put them on. I don't know the answer to that. We're only talking a two-day swing. No big deal there. Uh, When someone goes to LTIR, it is 24 days and 10 games missed. So that's a big deal, obviously, if that happens. So Martinez, White Cloud to IR, roster spots are available. Uh, what kind of went quiet is the Golden Knights, and this is exactly what I thought was going to happen. When the Golden Knights put uh, signed Grigory Denisenko from the Florida Panthers, they had the final waiver claim. So it goes inverse based on last season's standings. So what that means is 31 other teams passed up on the ability to take Denisenko. So the Golden Knights claim him with the final waiver priority. And then they put them on waivers again, almost certainly knowing that no one in the NHL is going to claim them or they would have done so already unless someone wants to block the Golden Knights from 
this prospect that had three assists in like 15 games last season. So I don't think that's going to be an issue. So Denisenko most likely will report to the Henderson Silver Knights. So now that's going to take away his 700K salary hit or something, salary cap hit, as well as the roster position. So long story longer, the Gold Knights are going to have two salary or two roster positions open and about $825,000 of space to work with. What's ultimately going to happen in the short term? I would assume Korzak uh, will be called up, will be recalled from the Silver Knights to become the seventh defenseman while the season gets going. Obviously, there's only six defensemen um, on the active roster right now with Martinez and White Cloud out. Only having six defensemen, especially they go on the road to San Jose, something weird happens in warmups. All of a sudden, you know, you don't want to be going, uh, you don't want to go 13 and five ever in the NHL. That would not be a good way to win games. So that's the situation with the books. That's the situation with the injuries. Are they cooking books this early? No. But are the Golden Knights taking, specifically with Alec Martinez right now, are they taking a cautious approach with the 35 or 36 year old, however old he is right now? I think that's a fair thing to say right now. You don't need to rush this team out of the gates. You need to make sure that the team is healthy when when the calendar turns, you know, February, March, and April as they hope to make another deep playoff run. So we'll see exactly what's going on. Um, White Cloud technically is still week to week, but there's reports that have him out as long as up through January right now. So we'll just have to wait and see how that shakes up. I just remember uh, Jackie Aces on the Pat McAfee show, and he was talking about Martinez. And he's like, man, this guy blocks like 100 more shots than anyone else in the league. He said he takes them any, everywhere and anywhere. He goes, and you should see, like, he's just got welts literally all over his body. So that is definitely taking a toll. We know that. Um, will this be the beginning of a few stints, perhaps, on the IR, as perhaps his body's going to break down for Alec Martinez, who has been, he's been very durable for VGK. I mean, it's the beginning of a lot of things right now, honestly. Um, I wrote an article on Vegas Hockey Now last week talking about injuries and concerns and everything. And like always, when I acknowledge the reality of, you know, what's what's in front of us, of course, I get blasted on Twitter and socials and stuff like that. <laughs> and you, But you get hits. It's okay, man. And no, no, trust me. I'm making money, too, so I appreciate that. But I'm not writing it just for that type of reaction. Like, Let's be fair about this. I'm trying to be honest here. And, well, all of a sudden, White white Cloud, we had a feeling this was going to happen. Alec Martinez, that's a surprise. William Carlson is reliable as could be. Is he going to play? Is he going to play on Tuesday night? Supposedly. No one has seen or heard from Carlson, right? He's not been anywhere near Uh, the rink. No, he hasn't been around. um, He was at the ceremony last night. We saw him there and in the pictures and everything. I didn't see Phil Kessel last night. That kind of made me sad not seeing Phil Kessel in any of those pictures. I'm pretty sure he's still in Vegas, so I don't know if he... Didn't get the invite. Maybe he said he didn't want to go. I don't know. Um, Did he not make it past the win poker room, perhaps? He might not have, honest to God. That's also a fair thing here. But just kind of looking, I got an article. It's actually by the time we finish uh, the show, it'll be up. But, um, you know, Martinez, 77 games last season. That number, obviously, it's going to go down, right? Petrangelo, 73 games. Obviously, it would have been 82 games if he didn't have his situation, of course, with his family. But point being is with all the minutes he plays night after night, there's got to be breakdown at some point. There just there just has to be. He's 33 years old. 
William Carrier, Logan Thompson, Aiden Hill, Jack Eichel, uh, White Cloud, Mark Stone, all miss big chunks of games last year. And then McNabb, Stevenson, and Marchessault, they've been so reliable, but they're just getting older, you know. So point being is there's a lot of concerns with injuries, with what is happening. That's the acknowledging reality part. And what might possibly happen happen with this roster. I'm not giving you an all all this bad doom doom and gloom perspective here. This is just simply the reality. The team is older. They didn't do much to get a whole lot younger from a year over year perspective. And there are reinforcements in Brisson, Korazak. Uh, we'll see more from Cotter and Dorofiev, and you know, just to name a few players there. But are they ready to carry the mail? Carrier the mail. There you go. Um, Mark Stone, will he play more than 40 games this season? That's what his average has been for the last two years. So I'll I'll take uh I'll take 42 and a half as the over-under for Mark Stone's games. So there's a lot of concern right now. As long as the team can avoid multiple players, Lord, I'm looking for multiple players missing large pockets of time, they'll be fine. But if there's a path where you're losing Carlson, White Cloud, and Martinez for let's say the first three weeks of the season, and you're missing players of that stature, you know, for large chunks, it's going to be a tough season. It's going to be a tough season. Or they'll be completely healthy in two weeks from now, and everything's going to be great. We don't know. That's the joy of uh, the NHL. But this is going to be a unique season coming up, and I think Golden Knight fans are going to have a little bit of a reality check uh, as the calendar turns November. We'll see. Okay, so there are 23 roster spots, as we know. And by 2 o'clock Pacific time today, you have to have the final 23. So they still are a couple of players over. Comtois, what's up with there? Or just one. Maxine Comtois, we don't know. Yeah, like so so how do they shave this down today? Um, Technically, if Dennis Senko clears waivers... That's the answer right there. I mean, if if Comtois is willing to take a, a league minimum, but then that doesn't address the seventh defenseman unless they think the situation with Martinez truly is a small thing. It's only going to be a week or so. So, you know, that's the other side of this. There's going to be some salary cap concerns depending on how the team, you know, views Zach Whitecloud's situation. If he goes LTIR, of course, that's going to free up a ton of space. McCrimmon's going to have like $3 million to work with. That's, uh, that's like a kid in Toys R Us with uh, – a credit card that has no limit, but it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. There's going to be so many storylines. It's, it's exciting. It's the day before the season, and we're already uh, – I feel like we're scrambling a little bit differently as far as looking at topics and stuff like that. Like last year, you kind of got the feeling the band's back together. There weren't really any injuries coming out of camp that I recall. Everything was really good. We were wondering what kind of goalie Aiden Hill was going to be this time last year. And now it's all of a sudden it's it's good old it's, it, this is Vegas Golden Knights hockey in a nutshell right now injuries salary cap concerns and all sorts of drama as we uh, get into the season that's uh, thirty two hours away something like that and the cup hangover is looming we haven't looming. talked about the cup hangover we talked tomorrow. about that yeah we could talk about it tomorrow we've the, got the, the, Vega, the Vegas flu Stanley Cup plan, hangover folks. this is how we plan where's your napkin Tony where's your napkin. I'll get it going there at Caesars today at the bar. William Carrier. You like that? You, you want a reaction. There you I know. William Carrier and Keegan Colasar, their roles and their development, we discuss next right here on Locked On Golden Knights. 
passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. That's right. eBay Motors has everything that you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers to roof racks to exhaust kits, LED headlights, and much, much more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts to choose from for your number one ride or die, you will always find exactly what you are looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you are burning rubber, not cash. Like that line? With all the parts that you need as uh, the prices uh, are escalating, but you get the prices that you want, it's easy to turn your car into the most valuable player and to bring home that win. And maybe do you get a ring with that, a Dakota ring? Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusion supply, eBay guaranteed fit, only available for U.S. customers. Back. On this Monday edition of Lockdown Golden Knights, Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick from Las Vegas, we appreciate you tuning in. Please subscribe to our all-important YouTube channel where you get to see a couple of uh, us guys out there. Alan Walsh blocked me on Twitter. He blocked me two years ago. Welcome to the club, bro. I know, but I all I did was I put out a post-it a Marc-Andre Fleury video with Bedard, which I thought was fun and light and never blasted anyone, none of his clients. I I like his clients, actually. I don't like Walsh's him. Walsh's block list is larger than Taylor Swift's guest list at a football game. Woo. She wasn't there yesterday. The yeah, I know. that was the Vikings. All the Viking fans, like, with the Swifty jerseys and stuff, oh, my. Like, I'm... It's coming out know. of control. It's crazy. It's, say, listen, good... F- Good for her. Good for her. I mean, it's it's fun. It's fun. It's fun. So we want to talk about uh, Will Carrier and Keegan Colasar. So uh, Carrier first, who comes off, and you know that I don't like these because I don't like players coming off of career years. I'm not a big fan uh, because a lot of them implode the following season. That's of a concern. But he had 25 points, Chris, uh, last season, including 16 goals in 56 games. I found a stat, right, about Carrier. Did he lead the team with five game-winning goals? Wow, that's interesting. I didn't. I wasn't aware of that stat. That's pretty awesome. I'm on fire today, bro. Um, the focus right now, we're talking about just what Carrier and Colasar bring to the Golden Knights. And I think at times it gets forgotten about, especially Colasar. We'll hit that in a second. But the, starting with Carrier, like just watching him – in the preseason game on Saturday, he's got speed. Like of all the things that that you think about when when you say we'll carry a speed is usually not what comes to mind. But when he gets going, he can burn people. And what he does really well is once he gets like right around one of the faceoff circles, if he has like an inch or two or three inches on someone, he just goes straight to the net, and something's going to happen. It might involve the goalie getting leveled and the net getting knocked off and in a, a brawl breaking out, or it might involve a high-danger scoring chance or whatever it's going to be. Uh, Carey last season, like you said, Tony, has 16 goals, 9 assists, 25 points, but only 56 games. He was on pace for you know, 22, 23 goals, which for a player primarily on the fourth line, that is absolutely remarkable. He brings that 
the right blend of of rough stuff, right? He's going to finish every hit. He's going to get the crowd going. He's going to be tough to play against. But what he can do on the other side of the ice, and when you have a skill center like Nick Wah playing on the fourth line, that like Nick Nick Wah is not a fourth line center on many teams in the National Hockey League. But the Golden Knights do have this extremely unique fourth line that can score. They can play defense. They can hit. They can. They're they're this hybrid energy line. There you go. They're a hybrid energy line that's not just about checking, and it creates these really strange lineup mismatches that other teams have to prepare for. Yeah, and uh, Carrier came in late last season. He got the the late start because he was signed late, right? Didn't he miss the first game of the season? Nick Haig, I think we were thinking. Oh, sorry, I'm thinking of Haig. What am I talking about? Okay, BGK, no, BGK, BGK, Tony. Oh, see, this is, see, guys, Tony was tilted yesterday. Let me tell you why. The okay. he, his Jets are playing the Broncos, right? And the Broncos, the, w, bro. the Broncos are no good. They're no good. We got two wins. Man. You do that, and that's good. But I'm I'm watching the games. I'm doing my work. I'm sweating the the ticker and stuff like that. And I could just like feel Tony's blood boiling when I think the it Jets was. turned the ball over late, and the Broncos yes. could come back and tie I should the be game. Used to this, but I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, and like Tony's mad, tweeting about you know Golden Knights and stuff, and screwing it all up, and yeah, so. That's what happened so, yesterday with Tony, folks. So Carrier, not Haig, Carrier and Aiden Hill are going to be the grand marshals of the NASCAR playoff race on Sunday coming up. So more distractions, more yeah. distractions. Um, Colasar, before we get too lost here, Colasar, I just want to make a couple oh, of points about Oh, Yeah, about let's talk Colasar. about this Colasar. Is my point. See, Colasar gets about forgotten the championship about. rings yet? What's okay. that? No. Did we, we get to the, the championship rings? We got rings? to the rings. We got to the rings. So okay. Colasar, last season, again, he is top 10 overall in hits. One, two, three, four, five, six. He comes in at seventh place overall in hits. Of the scoring leaders for the top 10 in hits, Colasar is sixth overall, and he's tied for fourth, I believe, in goals scored. No, actually, he's fourth by himself in goals scored. So that is such an under-the-table quiet stats that just shows the importance and the character of that hybrid energy line and what Colasar's role is. And I even saw it a couple different times um, hitting my Facebook feed when talking about Colasar. Oh, sit Colasar and Paul Cotter take his space or put Pavel Dorofiev on line for like, guys, just stop it. Understand what the role of a fourth line winger is. Everyone loves what Will Carrier is doing. Colesar isn't that far behind him. He does it more with his body and stuff. And I had a fun moment with uh, Colesar um, on Friday at practice. I just kind of framed the question from, hey, you hit 22 miles an hour last year on the ice per NHL.com. We, we joked about that during media day last year in the Stanley Cup. And then now the coach has you out there killing penalties. Is there anything you can't do for this team? And he responds, well, I don't got a point in the preseason, so I guess uh, that's something I can't do. And we had a fun moment there. And then I asked him about his role in penalty. That's another thing. Cole Star's killing penalties this year, guys. Yeah. Um, asked him about his role in killing penalties and the trust that Cassidy has in him. And it's going to be a fun season to see Cole Star's growth, how he helps this team defensively. Yeah. And uh, Cole Star last year had a career high in goals, I believe, with eight last season yes. so which was top which points. was fourth in top 10 hits that's great right and a plus six overall that's and, huge for a fourth liner huge 
and they're going to start the fourth line a lot this season, as we know. Um, and they're also going to uh, get a lot of shifts because uh, they rely on them. They depend on them. They're game changers, more or less, too, because of the way that they hit, the way that they bang, the way that they forecheck, and the way they get to the net. Yeah, no doubt. And they're going to be the first ones over the boards when the tone needs to be set. Maybe when the other team scores a goal. This is something that Bruce Cassidy talked about on Friday at his presser that, you know, some players like, or it might have been Wednesday after the game, whatever it was, um, Thursday after the game. That lighting, by the way, the lighting in the excess, excess bathroom was phenomenal for Bruce with that photo. Oh, my God. It added, it added 15 years, Tony. It added 15 years. I know where you're going with that one. But Cassidy talked about how players like Carrie and Colasar, if they're stuck on the bench for a long period of time, special teams, for example, um, they can still come right over the boards and have an impactful shift. Where some of the younger players, he, like Dorfiev and, well, not Cotter as much, but, you know, Dorfiev, even like a, like a Brisson, there you go, like, like Brendan Brisson, those types of players might have a hard time getting it going. So that's where the fourth line has another advantage over many, you know, National Hockey League uh, fourth lines. Uh, today, cut down day, better known as will Maxine Comtois be on his team tomorrow day. So we'll have to find I think that the out. The answer, some way, somehow, is yes. I think you some, think yes, really. They, I think they would have cut Has him he by proven now himself? Has he proven himself enough? Is this a, a Kelly McCrimmon play? Because Cassidy wants nothing to do with him. We get a free look at him. I'm sitting him and Bryson down uh, the next game. Uh, he just, I feel as though he's had it up to there and he's being force fed Maxine Comtois. Just, I just think the decision here. already, honestly, I think the decision for whatever Comtois' role with the team was going to be was determined. McCrimmon's drinking day, buddy. What's that? McCrimmon's drinking buddy? His drinking buddy? I think the path was determined for Comtois the day he signed his PTO. That's just my my perspective because i think they would have cut him by now i think they would have cut him by now if he was not going to be around and now with the white cloud and martinez situation you do have roster spots temporarily or possibly midterm available depending on how long white cloud's going to be gone so there's we'll see we'll see we'll see coming up on tomorrow's show we will have a roster update it is opening day with all of the hoopla going on as the Seattle Kraken come into town. And this is a Seattle Kraken team, Chris, that has high expectations for this upcoming season. It's a team that doesn't just want to sneak into the playoffs. They want to be towards the top of the heap. And we'll have much, much more coming up tomorrow as we preview the game. And we appreciate everyone, especially our everydayers, tuning in today. I'm tired, man. Can you tell a little bit? It's been a long weekend, bro. No, you had Uh, heat today, Tony. You had heat. You had heat. You you had spunk today. I did have a little bit of spunk. Uh, For my man, Chris Golick, I'm Tony Cardasco. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, Lockdown Golden Knights, and we'll see you tomorrow right here.